Welcome to the Vision Guide podcast series, where we teach you how to create, implement, and simply communicate your mission, vision, and passion through pictures. Hello, my name's David Stannard. I'm the Vision Guy. Welcome to episode four of the Let's Get Visual podcast series. Today's episode is called Sight is Our Number One Human Sense. As you've probably gathered by now, just listening to the title of this podcast series, Let's Get Visual, and from my stage name of The Vision Guy, that I'm all about pictures and visual stuff. And indeed, that's true. But it wasn't always that way, and I didn't really know about it. I stumbled across it a little bit by accident. Let me share the story. Back in 2014, I was the member of a collaborative social media learning group called the Social Media Success Squad, which was led and facilitated by social media expert Zoe Wyatt. Zoe asked me to to talk to the group about my Paradise Rescue brand. Now, Paradise Rescued is a small vineyard project based in Bordeaux in southwest France. And right from the day one, we've been very committed to using social media as one of our leading pillars for marketing. And in particular, because of the the beauty of what we have there and the vineyards and the 12th century church, visual media has been a really important part of what we do. And I was asked to, to talk on the subject of why pictures and visual media work for us at Paradise Rescued. And I had to take a a bit of a guess at that stage, and I hadn't done a huge amount of research. As I prepared the presentation, I took a look at our five primary human senses, that is sight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. And maybe it was driven by my own, I, I guess, visual dominance or orientation, But when I looked at those five and I looked at social media and what was happening and the advancement in digital technology, it became immediately evident to me as to why social media was suddenly a success. It was all due to the fact that we could now transmit and share pictures readily, easily, and with just the tap of a finger on a mobile device. I put forward the proposition that sight was the most important of those senses and that that was what was driving the success of our brand through the pictures we use, but also social media in general. That presentation and the success of our pictures and visual media in developing the Paradise Rescue brand had got me thinking further. I also had some observations from another area of my professional life. As the site general manager for a petrochemical plant in an industry where the data, the digital data was almost too rich. There's so much of it and so many variables being monitored every few seconds that some power of analysis was really required to get over and above the data and to pull out some meaningful direction and trends. And in that space, the visual management on pictures was also very, very evident. And even on a daily basis, to have a 
what I call an operational meeting that was completely based around a series of charts, boards, and, and key data points. The power of doing it with some data that was visual made it so much easier and so much more compelling to control it and to lead it and to steer it forward. I also remember in that petrochemical career, a fair way back now, being part of a leadership group called together for a, let's call it a team building and, and strategy workshop day. And I remember the facilitator asking us to take a piece of paper and to draw some images on it of what we wanted our areas of responsibility and also the company to look like. The manufacturing plant that I was leading at the time was facing some fairly yes, significant financial and investment decisions at that point. And it was going to be critical to, to get them right in order to ensure the sustainability and ongoing successful and profitable operation of that facility. I remember doing that picture and I remember other people doing their picture and they left theirs behind. And I did mine and I took it away and I, it was only a quick drawing and I did some more work on it. And it became a very central piece of our whole policy deployment and direction for the organisation. And it sat as a continual reminder in my office, pretty much in front of where I was, was working on a daily basis. And I did notice over time, people started looking at it and referring to it. And it became a real centerpiece for the discussion about the future of that uh, plant. And bit by bit over time, a number of the things that I had drawn on that piece of paper, onto that picture vision, started to become reality. And again, I wondered why that was specifically and why naturally I repeated that several times as the vision progressed and the facility changed, but why that particular aspect of drawing a picture seemed to make it work. Once again, my gut feel was that it was the, the sight part of it, the visual part of it that gave it so much strength. But I still didn't really have enough data to say definitively that that was the reason. Let me just ask you a quick question while you're listening here. And I'll give you a couple of little seconds and I'll talk a bit so as you can reflect on this. I referred earlier to our five primary human senses being sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. Which sense, which of those five senses would you least like to lose? Which of those senses, those five senses, would you least like to lose? That's a question that I frequently ask in workshops and presentations, and I get a very, very consistent result. More than 90% say sight is the sense that they would least like to lose. And I've done that. I've spoken on a number of occasions in a number of places. So the data pool would be, you know, in the thousands. 90% say sight is the sense they would least like to lose. As I started to be invited more and more to talk on the topic, I thought it would probably be a good idea just to check out whether there was some actual science behind my observation 
and the power of what I was seeing happening with, with visual media and images. And as you probably worked out, I'm not a neuroscientist, nor have I any intention of, of becoming one. But I thought, well, let's go and do some research on this. Now, let's check it out, because surely what I'm seeing, what other people are telling me through the data, would be somewhere else. And it is fascinating that as you read, and we're in a brilliant, wonderful age now where, you know, all of that, that data, that learning is recorded, it was somewhat surprising to me that nowhere really could you find any definitive evidence on the topic. But as I did get a little deeper into it, there are some elements and strands of science that supports the prognosis and the theory that I'm putting forward about the strength of our sight and the fact that it is our number one human sense. As I read more and learnt more, I came to see that, that sight and the visual media takes up a huge amount of our brain's power and energy. Many researchers estimate more than 50% of our brain's capacity is given over to sight or visual media. In short, sight dominates our thinking. What I've also come across is a really very interesting piece of evidence um, called the picture superiority effect. Let me give you an example of, of how that works. Uh, most of us would be very familiar, in fact, probably over-bombarded by lengthy presentations normally done with a tool like PowerPoint, which contain a lot of words. And a good amount of research has been done to take a presentation of that nature and compare the impact it has on the brain over a period of time when compared to a similar presentation drawn as pictures. And if you take that first presentation in words and you look at it, say, three days later, and that's what the data shows, that about 10% of that presentation is remembered. That's a scary low figure, by the way, <laughs> 10%. But if you make that same presentation out of pictures, 60% of that is still recalled three days later. It's called the picture superiority effect. Another phrase that we often hear used is that a picture is worth a thousand words. And although the origins of that are somewhat debated, it once again captures what we intuitively think as human beings about the power of a picture relative to words and discussion. Another way I like to describe the brain's capacity for visual and sight data is what I call priority boarding. Picture this, this is this big aeroplane, it's an A380. It, it's our brain, it's got only so much capacity though as to how many people, or in this case, how many pieces of central data it can take on board at any one time. And let's say it's a free boarding environment. So you've got all of these bits of senses, the sight, the sound, the taste, the touch and the smell, all coming on, they all think they've got a ticket and a boarding pass to get on board. And when they get to the point of boarding, there's this big priority right-hand lane. And that is twice as wide as all of the rest of the boarding points put together. And you've got the, the stewards marshalling the senses onto the plane. 
and they're calling out for visual data. And all the visual senses are rushing to that right-hand lane and being waved through. And meanwhile, on the other side, there's a number of very much smaller, constrained and restricted lanes being checked and meticulously having their passes seen to. So lots and lots of sight and visual data gets through and a lot less of the rest of the four primary senses gets that opportunity to get on board and into the brain. The brain's capacity and its management gives priority to visual and sight data. It also occurred to me, of course, to do the, what I call the, the common sense challenge. To say, is, you know, really is visual, why should it be more powerful? Why does it make sense? Or, or is it just my own thought and feeling that that's the case? And as I look at that, and you look at something, say, like words, words are actually seen by the brain as a whole series of very small images or pictures. So inevitably, in order to put together a word, it takes each of the letters, compiles it, and then comes up with a picture in the brain. And that's a slow process, as you could imagine. And it also occurred to me that, of course, in you know, way, way back in time, over tens of thousands of years, uh, you know, and it's only today we use PowerPoint and... <laughs> And we really writing in the total history of mankind is, is quite a short period of time. But from day one, our sight would have been absolutely critical component of Homo sapiens in determining source of food, determining potential danger, and of course, picking out the best opportunity for human reproduction. If we bring this back and relate everything that we've talked about so far to creating picture visions or picture missions, you can very quickly see why there is so much power from using a picture. Because basically, the brain is much more receptive, much more active in that visual sense, and is looking for pictures all of the time. So if we create a picture, we give it to our brain on a regular basis. It stores that in its memory and it gets to work, sort of like the law of attraction, to seek out what is required in order to make that picture, the goal that we put in our head, come into existence. So when our brain consistently has that picture in front of it and it sees it on a regular basis, and it puts it to work as the goal, it then gets to work on triaging and separating all the incoming data in order to match with that model that we're looking for. And that's where the power of a visual image, of a picture vision, of a picture mission, is so compelling to our brain. The data also tells us, therefore, to, in all of our, what we do on a daily basis, bid business or whatever, that there is enormous power in using visual media. And certainly we'll do another podcast episode on that whole topic. But what it drives us to do and to say is, don't use a thousand words when a picture will do. Take your PowerPoint presentations and simplify them. Get them down into more pictures into a visual format. On your day-to-day -day management, you look at things like performance management boards and put them to great use. Yeah? Get the visuals on it because the power, the data that you can transmit and the impressions that you can give through a picture are much stronger than a bunch of words.
So let's try and summarize this podcast. Sight is our number one human sense. It is significantly more dominant than all of the other senses put together. It is the number one. That tells us too that we should use it constructively to the maximum that we possibly can because it will have the greatest impact over what we do and how our brain works. During this podcast series so far, and I can assure you plenty of times into the future, you will hear me ask you, what does it look like? What is that picture vision that you have in your head of the future and get it down on a piece of paper? And that's why it's so powerful when I go back to the Paradise Rescued example that we talked about in the previous podcast about uh, mission is that when you look at that little church on the hill and you look at the vineyard in front of it and you look at the houses around where we are and you talk about sustainability, it is immediately clear from that one picture, and I have it right here above my head at the moment as I'm speaking, it's immediately clear what is the mission, what is the purpose of that little organization. Why? Because the picture tells the story. My name's David Stannard. I'm the Vision Guy. That was episode four in the Let's Get Visual podcast series. Thank you for listening.